Empower. Educate. Inspire. Inspire. Connect. Grow. Grow. Build. Ladypreneur. everybody, Juanika here, and I want to personally welcome you to the very first episode of Diary of a Ladypreneur. That's right, it's my very first episode of my very first podcast, and I am happy to welcome each and every one of you guys here. But I want to start out just by saying thank you. Thank you for those of you that have been rocking with me for so long. I have been in business for over 10 years now, and there are many of you that have been with me for every step of the way. And I just want to pause and let you know how much you are appreciated. I could not be where I am today if it wasn't for first and foremost, the grace of God, but secondly, for your support. So just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for those of you that don't know me, my name is Juanika Cuthbertson. I am an international speaker. I'm a published author and I am founder and president of a company called Ladypreneur Academy. And we are an online platform, um, subscription-based educational service where we just provide coaching and mentorship in a community of women that will help you build your empire together. We want to make sure that we have the tribe in place that will help you to grow, that will help you to learn, but more importantly, help you to be profitable within your business. So if you're looking for a tribe of amazing women that can help you get on the right foot, that can be your peer mentors, that can um, provide you the education that you need to be successful and not just the education, but more so the environment and um, just the propel forward for you to be successful in your business, then definitely check us out at the Ladypreneur Circle as a part of Ladypreneur Academy. Um, In addition to that, we also offer services as a part of the Ladypreneur Agency. We are a full service branding and marketing service, and we just want to make sure that you guys are able to be equipped with what you need to move forward. So we do provide services that help you with content marketing and community marketing and influence marketing, just so that you can put your products and services in the marketplace the right way. So Hope you guys are ready to take this journey with me. Um, Again, I am so excited. And I know many of you are asking, why did I name this podcast Diary of a Ladypreneur? You know, what's really in the story behind the name? And for me, it's really because I wanted to open up. You know, I've never really had the opportunity or the platform to really just tell my story and share you know, what I've experienced during my entrepreneurial journey. Over the past 10 years, I've been blessed to sit at the feet of some amazing mentors and some amazing people in business, both men and women. And I've learned a lot. And I really just want to be able to share, you know, both from what I've learned and through my personal experience, just what comes with entrepreneurship. Because the number one myth in entrepreneurship is that it's easy. And I would be remiss if I was out here painting a picture that everything is all roses or everything is, you know, glorious and everything is is peachy king when honestly that's not the truth. If you're anything like me and you've been on this journey to entrepreneurship for any amount of time, you've experienced some heartache, you've experienced some setbacks, you've experienced some pain, you know, just the type of pain that you can only endure alone and I want you to know that you're not in this by yourself. If anything has happened to you, you've probably 
you know, gone through some things and you're, you're really wondering if you can make it to the next step or if you can pick up and keep on going. And I want you to know that you absolutely can. I have gone through things in my business journey that, you know, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. And if I can make it through that, then you can make it through anything. So congratulations to each and every one of you guys for really just taking the chance on yourself. A lot of times, you know, we say that entrepreneurship is about our why and it's about, you know, the people that we're in business for and and the type of lifestyle that we want to create for the people around us. But it really takes an unction. It really takes faith. It really takes, you know, being motivated and being inspired continuously to, to have the guts to keep going a lot of times. So kudos to you guys that have been in this entrepreneurial journey for any amount of time. But I really just want to start with my story. And you guys forgive me in advance if I get a little emotional because um, it's just something that that is near and dear to my heart. I really have a love-hate relationship with entrepreneurship, more so love than hate, but I, I just wanted to be open and honest with you guys. And I'm a journaler. I'm not sure how many of you guys journal on a regular basis, but I definitely do. And one of the things that I wanted to be able to to do with you guys is just be able to share, share from my journal, share from my diary, share from my heart, and just share from my experience to be able to help someone as much as possible. So a lot of you are asking, how did you get started? You know, why entrepreneurship? For those of you that don't know, I have a degree in computer science and I was working in the IT field for about 13 years. I began my entrepreneurial journey, um, while I was working full time. And I have a, like I said, I have an undergrad degree in computer science and I have an MBA. And a lot of times people would wonder why would someone want to steer away from the the corporate path to success? And why would anyone want to, you know, take a different route on entrepreneurship when everything seems to be lined up perfectly? I was in corporate America for 13 years. I was making a, a nice six figure salary but my heart just wasn't in it. And it's funny because I was first introduced to entrepreneurship through network marketing. Now, a lot of times people give network marketing a bad rep and they say a lot of negative things about network marketing, but trust me, I will be the last one to speak negatively on network marketing because it is something that has completely changed my life. I have learned so much and I have learned from so many different people on just how to be successful in business and how to think differently in business and really just adjusting my mind from employee to employer and and from employee to entrepreneur. And it's really a mindset shift that has to take place and I can't think of a better place that prepares you for it than network marketing. Um, So I got started in network marketing in 2009 and the reason I got started, I honestly wasn't really taking a look at entrepreneurship at all. I had always thought about it in the back of my mind, but I had never really taken a a step towards any of it. I was comfortable. I was making good money. I was providing for myself. I had, you know, the things that people want to have at a young age. I had a house at 23, praise God. I had a nice car at 23, praise God. But, you know, something just caught my attention. And I remember um, meeting a couple of individuals, my best friend and I, we went out to a presentation and we saw what we liked. We got invited up to um, to Washington, D.C. to see a different presentation. Loved that even more. And I remember getting exposed to people that were young and just wealthy. And I had never seen that, especially in the African-American community. 
I had never seen that before in my life. I remember there was a young lady on stage and um, I thought I was doing good in my Acura, y'all. But this young lady went on stage and she said that she had just left the um, the car wash in her drop top Bentley and someone asked her if she was married to Ray Lewis. And her point was, why do you have to be married to someone to have nice things? Why do you have to be married to an athlete or an entertainer? Why can't you just be a successful woman in business and get it for yourself? And I remember at that very moment, I said to myself, oh my God, that is me. So I went home and I was like, you know what, God, this could be really something amazing for myself and my family if I got involved and I was successful. So I was praying about it and praying about it and praying about it. And I remember I'm a very spiritual person. For those of you that don't know, I pray a lot, I fast a lot, and I, I listen to the God, the voice of God prophetically very, very often, as much as I can. Um, and I remember getting a download from heaven on that very day. And the voice of God spoke to me and said, support him in business, that's your husband. And he was referring to um, a person that was also involved in that business. So it didn't take me long. I got started and I was just banking on not only this promise from God, but also this life-changing experience that I knew that I was about to embark upon. So fast forward a couple years, you know, I'm growing in business. I'm learning so much. My team is thriving. Things are going great. And then, you know, the enemy starts to knock on my door and things begin to go wrong. Um, I remember in 2012, one of my best friends was diagnosed with leukemia. And unfortunately, well, he was actually diagnosed in 2011. And unfortunately, in February of 2012, he passed away. That completely broke my heart because, you know, I was in a position where I was praying for God to spare his life. And I really couldn't understand why God wasn't hearing my prayers. Fast forward maybe six months, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And in my mind, I just went through a, a depressed phase because all I could see was that happening over and over and over again. Now, imagine trying to build your business and trying to inspire a team and try to motivate a team and pull a team along with you because in network marketing, everyone's success depends on everyone else's success. So if you have a team, you know, it's your responsibility to make sure that the team is is moving and thriving because ultimately you're profitable on, on, on their efforts. So... Imagine being in a position where you're literally depressed. You're literally trying to drag yourself out of bed in the morning and you're responsible for making sure that an organization of hundreds of people are also motivated enough to keep going. So that was the first time where I really had to learn to mask my emotions and continue to move forward, even though there were things happening in my own personal life that I could not explain I cannot explain my emotions. I cannot explain how I felt. I cannot explain really just how I was moving forward, but I'm just grateful for the presence of God in my life that really pushed me out of that depressed state. So um, thankfully, you know, there were a lot of spiritual principles that I learned in entrepreneurship about the power of faith and the power of visualization and the power of um, biblical meditation and all these things that I was able to apply to what was happening in my life. You know, I was, I was trying to be strong for my mom. I was still grieving the death of my best friend and I was trying to be strong for my team. So thankfully those principles that I've learned that were all bi biblically, biblically rooted, 
I was able to apply to my life and I was able to encourage my mom while she was going through, you know, her chemo treatments. And I was able to move forward in, um, in everything that God had promised me. So I was moving forward and, you know, year comes and years go and, you know, time was passed again, year after year, after year, after year. And I remember just holding on to this promise of both number one success. And if I could be honest with you guys, marriage, like God had not only promised me success in business, but he also promised me that I would be able to get married to this particular person. And I remember years had passed and, you know, I had gone through a number of things that I'll get into later, but, you know, I had just been hit upside the head so many times in business and so many times with the people that I was working with in business that I just said, you know what, enough is enough. And I made it a point to myself that I was going to keep going no matter what. I had made it this far. Nothing was going to stop me. None of the 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 trials that I saw ahead of me were going to stop me. None of the tribulations that I saw ahead of me were going to stop me. I was going to keep going. Fast forward a little bit of time, things started to go wrong with the company. Um, there were some shakeups within the company where the leadership was was now off kilter and everything that was recognizable in the company was now gone. It was a completely different company with completely different leadership and I had no control over it. And I remember my team and I just getting together with our, our upline leadership and making the decision to leave the company that I had been with for six, almost seven years. And we were making a shift. And that was really something that changed my perspective about business in general. And I recognized that if I was going to be an entrepreneur, I wanted to make sure that I owned something. Now, keep this in mind. I know that there are a lot of you guys out there that are doing amazingly well in network marketing and you're doing amazingly well, you know, selling other people's products and doing direct sales and all of that. But I really, really want you to hone in on the fact that if you want to be a successful entrepreneur long term, you must have ownership in something. Now, I don't know if that's taken the money that you've earn from network marketing and invest it into stocks and bonds that you now own. I don't know if that's taking the money that you've earned in network marketing and now building another business that you now own, but you have to focus on ownership because if you don't own it, things can change and you, you may have input, but you still have no control. So I really want you to think about what can I own as a part of my business model right now? Do I own my products and services? Do I own my business model? Do I own my franchise? Do I own whatever it is that you're doing? I really want you to hone in and think about this thing. What is it that I owned? So as I was thinking about my my network marketing business, and to be honest, I started two, maybe three network marketing businesses after that, and they all just flopped because my my heart wasn't in it anymore. Um, And I failed in business. I was sitting there thinking to myself, I built this amazing team. I built this amazing platform. And unfortunately, it took less than a year for all of it to shatter. It took less than a year for all of it to be dismantled. And there was nothing that I could do about it. And that was really just a wake-up call for me. So I knew the skill sets that I had. I knew what I had learned. I knew what I was great at. And I said, you know what? Ladypreneur Academy is going to be something that I own. So that happened around 2015. Continue moving forward. You know, I was still relying on this promise from God and I was still believing 
And I had seen so many different signs that said, you know, maybe this is not of God. Maybe this isn't what God had for you. But I was determined in my mind that if I was going to miss my promise, it would be because God would take it away from me and not because I messed it up myself. It would not be because of a lack of faith. It would not be because of a lack of interest or anything like that. So I'm holding on to this promise from God of marriage. Move forward a couple of years. In 2017, I remember getting a text message from my promise. And it basically said, you know, you're an amazing person. The best person I know, the best thing that's ever happened to me. I love you, blah, blah, blah. But I really think you deserve someone that will put in the time and energy to be the type of person that I think you deserve to have. And that's going to treat you the way that I think you deserve to be treated. Now, I'm thinking to myself, no, I have not (laughs) been waiting for seven years for a text message. Um, so I continue reading, you know, I get a little, a little drop in my spirit or whatever. I continue reading and the text message further says, oh, and by the way, I'm getting married today at 5 PM. Now there were, if I can be completely honest with you guys, there were some crazy thoughts that came through my head. Like the first thought was, okay, where are you? I guarantee it's only 2:15 right now. I guarantee wherever you are, I can get there by five o'clock <laughs> if I can be honest. The second thought that ran through my head, though, was was complete letdown because I was not focusing on the man. I was not focusing on the marriage, but I had been focusing on the promise of God for the past seven years. This was a voice that I relied on prophetically to lead my life in every aspect. This is a voice that I listened to to tell me what to wear every morning and stuff like that. So... If this voice that I trusted so much, the voice of God, the voice of the Holy Spirit that promised me that I'm not a man that I should lie nor the son of man that I should change my mind. If this voice lied to me and or changed its mind, I was in big trouble. Now, it's one it's one thing to feel like I'm depressed because this happened or that happened. But I was not only depressed, but I fell into a a place where I was completely insecure because you have to be intentional about marrying someone else when, when someone is waiting for seven or eight years to marry you. And I'm grateful now that I can tell this story from a, a point of a testimony, but I really want you to recognize that this was the beginning of my entrepreneurial efforts. And if the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey has now caused me to be depressed and now caused me to be severely insecure to the point where I was trying to, you know, call out my faults to people before before they could beat me to the punchline. You know, I really, really, really didn't want to move forward at all. I hated it. I hated the thought of not only moving on and starting over, but now I was moving on and I was starting over by myself with a broken promise from God. So guys, you can't imagine the type of agony that I went through, the type of mental battles that I went through, the type of um, just just fights that I went through, fighting for my sanity, fighting for my faith, fighting for my, my spirituality, fighting for my future, just fighting for everything. It was just a spiritual battle that literally lasted at least a year. And I was fighting. I was fighting for my future. I was fighting for my promise. I was fighting for everything. But I am so grateful for God's redemption because I'm going to tell you what happened. 
that company falling apart was the best thing that could have happened to me because it birthed my purpose out of me. It birthed my business model. It birthed everything that I can think of from an entrepreneurship standpoint. It was born from that failure. I learned so much from that failure. I learned how to pick up the pieces and put them back together. I learned how to, to pray harder and I was fasting so much and I was just trusting God, even though I didn't really know if I could if I could hear his voice correctly. I knew that that was the only thing I could rely on because I had exhausted all of the options. Imagine working in corporate America when you have a mindset that you're going to leave soon. Naturally, you don't perform to the best of your ability. So, so I, I wasn't at a place where I could really, you know, restart my career after seven or eight years of, you know, just kind of coasting while I focused on my business, if I can be honest with you guys. So it was, it was really just the birthplace of ladypreneur and just me being able to, to want to show people what really happens as a part of your entrepreneurship journey and, and all the things that I had learned about ownership and marketing and branding and all these things to be successful and network marketing. I can now help people apply to their everyday businesses. So that's how that was birthed. But here's the biggest testimony. And I, and I know that we're talking about entrepreneurship, but we're just talking about life because this is my diary. And I want to tell you guys what really happened. So fast forward a couple of months after, um, after I got that text message, you know, I was really just on this journey with trying to find myself again with God and trying to figure out if this was a voice that I could trust in the Holy Spirit and just trying to, to just, just drench myself in the blood of Jesus and just ask the, the spirit of the Lord to just fill me back up because I was, I was at an empty place. I was completely just broken. I have never been so broken in my life. And, you know, there were, there were times where I would have conversations with people and when they would bring up my business, I would, I would cry because all I could do was associate my business with my pain. And that was a horrible, horrible, horrible place to be in when you're fighting for success. So fast forward a couple months, one of my really, really, really good friends that I had connected with from school, um, we actually ran into each other at church. We had been going to church together for about a year, I would say. Never really paid any attention to him. He was actually um, a really good friend that I had met my freshman year in college. Strictly platonic friendship, so much so that my best friend and I were walking to our dorm. He was walking away from the dorm. We were walking towards the dorm on the first or second day of freshman year. And he was walking with his friend. I was walking with my friend. And we were both having little secret conversations like, all right, which one you want? And to show you the type of platonic friendship that we had, we chose the wrong person. He exchanged numbers with my friend. I exchanged numbers with his friend. And none of that worked out. But to speed it up a little bit, um, we had started to hang out just as church friends. And I remember just recognizing one day that he just seemed really, really broken. So we had a conversation um, just asking him what was going on. And he was telling me. So we began to, to, to pray. Honestly, we began to pray together. I invited him out to a prayer and prophecy service that was happening the, the following day. And after we went there, we were just able to open up spiritually about what was going on in our lives and what God was doing with us in that very moment. And it's just amazing what happened after that because our friendship blossomed. Nothing else but our friendship blossomed. And God actually used this individual to to put together some of those broken pieces that had been broken in me for so long. And he was restoring 
the security and wiping out the insecurity that I was placing myself in for such a long time. And, you know, I would, again, go and try to beat people to the punchline. And I would say stuff like, man, I'm growing out of my jeans again. And, oh, I got to go make sure that I get my hair done again because I got to slick my edges down and all that stuff. And he'll say, he would say stuff to me like, why are you tripping? You're beautiful. Like, I don't understand. Your body's perfect. What are you talking about? And he just began to to speak life into me in a way that no one ever had before to the point where it began to restore me. God just used my friend to restore me in such an amazing way. So this was probably January. Um, the week before February, he decided to shoot his shot and he left a single rose in my car. I got outside. I saw it. You know, we went to eat maybe the weekend after just as friends, just because we wanted to talk about what was going on and talk about what had happened since we had prayed and all that stuff. And then maybe, maybe around April, we begin dating. And guys, let me tell you, I waited on marriage with someone for seven and a half years. And within seven and a half months of a person that God put in my life to restore me spiritually, we were engaged. And I tell you this because I want you to know that there are things that have happened in your life that you think that you cannot move forward from. There are things that may have happened in your life that you think that this is the end. But I want you to know that when God decides to restore the years that the locusts have eaten, it will not take a long time. So not only did God restore me, we got engaged on December 24th, 2018. We got married on February 17th, 2019. So guys, not only will God restore you, but he will do it quickly. I was married within 10 months of dating this guy. And it has been the best relationship I have ever had. My business has has skyrocketed in ways that I've never imagined, not because of his input, but because God put a support system in my life. God put uh, a man that would cover me and that would pray for me and that would support me in my life. And my business has not been the same since. So I wanted to tell you guys that story because I want you to know that there is hope after your downfall. There should be faith in places where faith has has left you. I want you guys to use my story to let you know that if God can do it for you or for me, he can definitely do it for you. If God can restore me, he can definitely restore you. I have been married for the past six months and I have loved every single day of it. Not just that, I remember around 2012-ish, all of my friends were having babies, like all of them. Everybody was having babies in their 20s. And I remember just asking God, like, God, you made me this promise. Why does it seem like everybody else is being blessed around me but me? You know, my friends were getting married. They were having children. Their businesses were taking off. And I just felt like I was sitting completely still. But guys, let me tell you, not only did I get engaged in seven months and married within two more months, but that union also brought the most amazing bonus son that I could ever ask for. And guess what year he was born in? 2012. It's crazy how perfect God is because God knew that that I felt like something was lacking in my life. 
and I didn't have to start over in order to get it. God literally restored the years that I lost. He restored the years that I lost. So I wanted to tell you guys this story because there are many of you that may be in entrepreneurship right now that feel like you can't go forward. You feel like you can't move on. You feel like you've lost everything. You feel like you're at the point of no return. But I want to encourage you to pick up your bed and walk because there are things that God has in store for you that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask, think, or imagine. I dare you to trust him. I dare you to keep going. I dare you to grab that little bit of faith that you have left. The Bible says that faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. I want you to grab that little bit of mustard seed faith, the, the little bit of faith you have left. Put it to work. Trust God in it. Give it to him. And I guarantee he will completely blow your mind. So that's it for today, guys. This podcast was brought to you by Ladypreneur Academy. We're a subscription-based online school of business with a tribe that is just here to help you build your empire sister by sister, where together we learn, together we grow, together we earn. And I'm excited to be able to share my story, to share my journey, and to invite others to share their stories and to share their journeys to entrepreneurship right here on the Diary of Ladypreneur. I'll see you next week. Take care. God bless.